Hello and welcome to She is Courageous. If this is your first time listening, I just want to say thank you so much for giving this podcast a try. I really hope you enjoy it. If you've listened before, thanks for coming back for more. Making this podcast has been so much fun for me. It's been an outlet to voice the things that have been stirring in my heart, and it's really given me courage to step out and be vulnerable. As you're listening and following along each week, I really hope that you start to feel boldness rising up in you. If there's something on your heart to do, I hope you find the courage to just take the leap and go for it. That's what this podcast is all about, not just for you, but for me too. So speaking of taking leaps, we all just jumped into a new year, 2019. I'm really trying not to be cliche here because I know everyone has something reflective to say about themselves as they step into a fresh year. There's a lot of resolutions being thrown around, a lot of here's the new me or this year I'm going to do this. And I don't want to step on that bandwagon. You know why? Because I don't want to stop at just words. I don't want January to come and go and be done with whatever hope I had for this new year. Like it or not, we just tend to lose traction with our resolutions. I was praying the other day about my desires and my dreams. And being a mom and also living with five other people, because I live with my in-laws, by the way, there's not a ton of time where I can just pray out loud um, by myself. So a lot of times I end up praying on my way to work. I like praying out loud because I feel like my brain is too busy for me to stay focused. It's like I start praying and then within two minutes, I'm entering my credit card information on some random website I found on Instagram. It's really dangerous. Anyways, I was praying out loud because it's the only way that I can stay focused. And more than anything, I just felt so much that my desire for this year is to know God so much more deeply than I have before. Everything else I could ever hope and dream for, everything on my list of goals, everything that I want, it just doesn't compare to the fruitfulness and the joyfulness of being able to hear God and know Him intimately. When I think about knowing God more deeply and what I want out of a relationship with God, I think about some of the great figures in the Bible who had really noteworthy relationships with the Lord, like Abraham, Moses, and King David, people who God stood up for as his friend. And I think, wow, it almost makes me speechless to think of the implications of being known as a friend of God. So, As I'm thinking about my desires to know God as a friend, to know him deeply, and to draw closer to him in this year, the resounding phrase in my head is lifestyle change. Think about when someone decides to train for a marathon. Do you think that person will do well if they continue to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and maybe go for a jog once a week? No, of course not. They have to choose to make drastic changes and stay disciplined and in a routine to prepare them for that kind of task. The same goes for our relationship with God. If you want to make a dent, you have to keep pushing. And the biggest enemy we have when it comes to this is our own will. It's so easy to get passive and to make excuses for why now isn't a good time or say that there's always tomorrow. I know from my own experience, and I hope I'm not alone, That tomorrow always turns into the next day, then the next, then the next, and before you know it, it's been weeks. There's no better time than now. There's no better day than today. So, 
Here are a few steps I'm taking to make lasting change that allows me to really go after God with all of my heart. If you're wanting to take steps towards growing closer to God, I encourage you to visit my website, sheiscourageous.com, and find these notes under my podcast page for this episode. The first step I'm taking, and I feel like one of the most important things, is that I'm guarding my heart. You may not really think about this very often, but what we allow into our lives makes an impact on our relationship with God. I've noticed that when I allow myself to watch TV shows or movies with content that's either violent, sexual, or has a lot of language, or even if there's just a lot of negativity or pettiness or any kind of emotion that just doesn't honor God, it has an effect. I might be more sensitive than some of you in this area, and that's okay, use your own wisdom, but even if I watch crime shows like CSI or something where there are dead people or there's some sort of violence, it gives me nightmares. I might even just watch one episode because my mom watches these and loves them all the time, and it will give me nightmares. The Bible says that our eye is the lamp to the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. That's in Matthew 6.22. What you see and what you allow yourself to be exposed to, it enters your heart and mind, whether you're aware of it or not. I know this kind of sounds silly, but if you have some weird, random thought that's just really uncharacteristic of you, don't just let it go. This happened to me the other day where I was driving and I had the most random thought that wasn't even something that I have ever wanted or desired, but because I'd been watching a TV show that was just full of gunk, it crept in and completely caught me off guard. That was one of the most clear attacks of the enemy that I have ever experienced. And when it happened, I immediately took that to God And then I decided it was time to say no to those kinds of movies and shows. My relationship with God is so much more important than a TV show, right? The second step is I make time and I will sacrifice to make sure I have time with the Lord every day. The part about sacrifice is key here. I think it's important to know ahead of time that if you're going to commit to do something, that it's going to take some grit to get it done. If I know that something is going to require sacrifice, when it comes time to make that sacrifice, I'll push past the discomfort because I knew going ahead that that was part of the deal. Rudy and I were talking about this the other day, how when you have a baby, it can feel impossible to have time to spend to yourself, let alone having time to spend with God. But when you look down at the pieces of your day and really measure value, there are things that can just be cut out. Again, this requires sacrifice. What ended up working best for me is setting my alarm for 5.30 in the morning so I can hopefully get some time before Avery wakes up. Before I had a baby, I was never able to get up this early, but now it's more doable. Sometimes she still wakes up around 5.30, so if that's the case, I leave for work early so I can have some time before my day gets started. Either way, I make sure that it's part of my daily routine. And last, I give it everything I've got. What do I mean here? Make your relationship with God the priority. Priority is a funny word because we throw it around a lot without really understanding the depth of what it means to give something priority. When you give something priority, it doesn't mean you shrug it off if it's inconvenient. Priority means above everything else, 
this is what I'm focusing my attention on. Above my work schedule, above my sleep schedule, above all of the distractions that come up throughout the day, God is what I'm choosing to focus on. It may take practice, and of course, no one's perfect, but I am going to give everything I have to choose God first. One of the areas I've been super convicted in when it comes to this is the amount of time I spend watching Netflix or scrolling through social media compared with the amount of time that I've spent with God in the past. These things are so fruitless compared with the time I could spend with God if I just choose to give Him priority. So, as I was praying the other day, my heart and desire for this year is to take my relationship with God to the next level. I want my heart turned towards Him. I want to let God into the areas of my heart that need work. I want to see people and situations through God's perspective and not through my own human and sometimes biased viewpoints. I want to let the focus of my attention be on expressing my gratefulness for who God is instead of complaining about different aspects of my life that I find less than my ideal standards. I want God to be able to work through me and with me, not in spite of me. A few years ago, I felt like God was asking me to give one whole year to him. I didn't really know what that would look like, but I wanted 2013 to be a year that I gave completely to him. Luckily, I had a friend who felt the same way, so we agreed that we were going to hold each other accountable, meet every week, and spend time together pressing into God, praying, and just seeking everything that God had for us. It was a really long year, and it was even a little bit challenging, but wow, that moment in time is something that I always look back on and cherish when I see the precious relationship I got to build with God and even with that friend. This year, I so look forward to going after God with that same intensity and drive. I want another year like that in the books. I hope that whatever 2019 holds for you, that you'll choose to go after God with everything you've got. I hope it's a year full of growth and discovery. I hope that you have clarity in the way you see and hear what God is doing and speaking into your life. If you seek Him, you will find Him. Be encouraged with this verse in Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Well, that's all I've got for today. Thanks again for joining me. If you liked what you heard, go in and rate my podcast and subscribe so you can get brand new episodes directly to your smartphone.